0: Welcome to Yak Radio, the radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks,
1: welcome to Yak Radio on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment's brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Are you having a hard time getting customers if you have a grocery store, gas station, or where you have to deal with the retail? Well, do like the big boys do. Do a point of sale where you don't need a cashier. People come in, they swipe their credit cards, boom, they're out the door. Southwest Point of Sale has been doing this for more years than I care to admit, and they are so ahead of the curve, it's ridiculous. Call them at 800-540-2149. They'll come to your location, and if that system works for you, they'll sign you up, and you'll end up with a 24 hour 7-day A week service, no questions asked, Southwest Point of Sale, 800-540-2149. Also, San Diego Propane. If you live in East County and you have a propane need, Dave and his family will take really, really good care of you. I left the big guys and went to Dave, and I've never gotten better service. SD-Propane.com, SD-Propane.com, or 619-460-1705. And if you're looking for automotive needs, West Automotive Group is in San Diego. Four locations all up and down the the county. Go to West Automotive Group to find a store or a shop near you. Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, master techs at each location, warranties guaranteed, clear across the United States. Well, you know my good friend Judy Wells, who does uh, responsibly armed radio. Well, she has a cousin
2: my future son-in-law Oh, it's
1: future son-in-law and that's Peter Buchelaki he is owner of a couple of really
0: awesome italian restaurants and you could name them yeah so we're Barbusa in little italy okay Nona's in little italy and cafe zugro in little italy
1: oh so you have 3 in a three, little italy well you just yeah. can't deal with one, one oh, well
0: it's a kind of a long story and we can potentially yeah, get let's into talk that about it. yeah so uh who is number oof. 1 where can we start? All right. So uh, we this goes back the 38 years, uh, oh, wow. started by both my parents in 1985, and their first restaurant was in um, Hillcrest on Fifth Avenue. Uh-huh. And that name was called Busalaki's. Uh, and that ran its course for about 30-something years. I think we closed that one in 2008-ish, nine. Um But along that time frame, those 30 years, um, My family had opened up 10 restaurants throughout San Diego and just so happened to kind of land in Little Italy in 1993 when Little Italy was – I was going to say before Little Italy, Italy. right? exactly. So uh, at that time there was – let's see. Mona Lisa's was there. still there now. Um, Salunto's. Felipes and then uh, us and my dad was getting all these calls from from these people that he known because he's he's born and raised in, in Sicily came to America when he was 14 in the in the 60s wow. um, and they actually when they came to him to San Diego they lived like around that neighborhood in Bakers Hill like little right. Italy that area and so um, that was kind of his neighborhood and so had a lot of connections in in that neighborhood and um when when the time came and and he was opening up restaurants all these landlords who who he knew were like hey Joe I got this this space for you come come check it out and and so he would check it out and it was you know pennies on the dollars compared yeah. to to what it is now in terms of rent and so he just took the chance took the gamble and um you know he it, he always says it was kind of like a a dream of his to open up uh in Little Italy or what it was you know to His neighborhood at the time, and um, so he opened up his first, and then that kind of just turned into second, yeah, second, and and all these people saw, you know, said, "Hey, Joe, man, you looks like you're you're successful over here. Why don't you come open over here and over here and over here?" And so, um, just kind of turned into something that uh, you know I don't think he ever imagined. And then Little Italy was kind of constructed around you know all these these restaurants that he had he had built. And, uh, so now we're here now we're kind of slimmed down and and kind of, you know, really focused on, on, you know, just a couple restaurants. Now my, my dad's in and out of the business kind of as a, as a, um, I don't know, a A a consultant consultant role, if you will. And, uh, so my brothers and I are just kind of, my cousins are kind of have, have taken the reins and, and, um, you know, kind of. Done. Done. What we are used to doing—that's so, the restaurant business.
1: Where the recipes come from?
0: Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, rewind to my dad's early days. Obviously, my grandmother, who's who's a, a mother of, of seven kids yeah. um, and and the oldest of seven sisters, oh, um, learned how to cook in Italy, and so it's all of her recipes. And my dad took those recipes uh, as a as a young kid, and when he uh, got to America. He didn't really know what he wanted to do. He, his, his big dream was to open up a, a restaurant at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather who was born in Sicily was a fisherman. And that's part of the reason why they moved to San Diego because San Diego had this huge tuna industry. Totally. And so when my, uh, grandfather moved here, he fished for a couple years. Um, he then retired because, you know, he had seven kids at home and, oh, and uh, you know, wanted something a little bit more.
1: On well, fishing, you're gone. Yeah, exactly. For
0: weekdays, week, it depends. on what Months. Yeah, months. You right. Know, so, and that's right. really hard on the family. For sure. So uh, after my dad graduated high school, um, he became a cook on a tuna boat. And so he cooked on a tuna boat with all the, my grandmother's recipes, and okay. kind of tested them on on his cruise. And then, um, well, it's a captive audience, right? Exactly. It's not like you could go to another restaurant. <laughs> they cannot. <laughs> they either love it or hate it, but yeah. they got to eat it again tomorrow. That's right. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so uh, those are all his recipes and and my grandmother's recipes, and you know, kind of molded into what we think the the American palate um, yeah. can can. Yeah, because you can't because the italian palate is is a lot different than the american yeah. palate totally and and that's what's so funny is we we talk about what what food was back when my dad first opened restaurants right so it's like back in the day it was you couldn't he always talks about i couldn't even sell calamari if i if i wanted to because people didn't really understand what calamari was yeah. or uh, and in some sea urchin or whatever, and now, um, and can't then so it, he had get to get enough of it exactly. And he had to kind of um, mold his his recipes and his kind of menus uh-huh. to what the 1980s, 1990s palette uh, of Americans was, wow. and then. Now with all these new cooking shows and and exposure, and now everyone thinks they're a a chef or a, a cook and has an amazing palate. And so now we've kind of reverted back to okay, wow, people understand what calamari is, people understand what sea urchin is, people understand ceviche, what yeah, and exactly and all, all these the,
1: all the different things, that, right. Because weren't there some fish back in the day that was considered trash? You wouldn't even eat it. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, one one thing that's funny now we always talk about is I remember my early memories of, of being in the kitchen. We used to use kale as, like, just garnish. And my dad would just garnish it, like, on the, you know, the yeah. ends of the plate. Yeah. And now people are, like, eating kale a, a like, sa- a like salad, you know? And it's just like, oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know,
1: yeah, and, and kale's got a really unique flavor. Right. You know so I mean yeah that's to- that's that's totally interesting. So pretty much the whole family works within the restaurants? Yeah, uh,
0: you know like I said it it started as my dad being in the in the back of the house, my mom being in the front of the house. Uh-huh. Um and then, you know, all my uncles and cousins and brothers and all that stuff just kind of melded in and we needed all hands on deck yeah. at that time because obviously there's 10 restaurants and so um Holy everyone God. was kind of had had a little bit of a role in each little Thing that we did, and um little by little, obviously people started fading and and pulling yeah. away, and yeah. and um, so now it's a a really a, a smaller group of of family members, but they're still, uh, yeah. uh, but they're dedicated. Oh yeah, we and are, see and that, and that's the key. Because how many families do you know,
1: you know, get into something and then it's like oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Right, know? I want to do my own thing. That is really awesome. All right, well, let's take a quick break yep. because we're going to come back and we're going to break down the restaurants because to have three restaurants in Little Italy, they can't all make the same pizza, right? <laughs> this is FM 96.1 AM 1170. pm. You you come home
2: late and don't even try
1: to call. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl right here on FM ninety six one AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by... South Bay Auto House. Man, I tell you what, Mercedes-Benz, they've been doing it for more years than I care to admit, like 25. They do uh, sales, service, and parts and repair. They are an amazing shop. You go down, it's spotless. They've got all the tools. they got everything necessary to work on a Mercedes-Benz. So if you're looking for a dealer alternative, you will have to call them because they are extremely busy. But they will just take care of you just like as if you're family. So check these guys out. South Bay Auto House. Gary and Rick, tell them I sent you. They'll take really good care of you. And Bumper Dock Santee scratches, dings, and dents. Tell you what, if you have a lease return, you definitely want to go to uh, Bumper Dock because Bumper Dock will take care of all of the pre-damage uh, you know, damage on your car. If not, you'll end up paying full retail. Bumper Dock Santee, go to Santee Bumper Dock. Dot com. All right, we are talking with Peter Pucilaki. He is a restaurateur with his whole family. He's got three uh, Italian restaurants in uh, Little Italy, and you'd think, well, why would he have three Italian restaurants in Little Italy? Tell me if I'm not correct. You've got a menu book This as thick as a as a New York phone book, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, I mean, that's because back in the day when your grandmother was cooking for, what, seven?
0: Yeah, seven kids, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, and I mean, you got to have some creativity. I mean, the kids are not just going to eat spaghetti seven days a week. And she must have liked to cook, and she probably liked to experiment. Right. And everything she had at her disposal either came off the farm or out of the garden, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you
1: didn't go down to the Safeway and buy everything you needed, and you had to be creative because some foods are... We would not eat back in the day, but now they will. So, let's talk about what's the first restaurant you want to talk about? We already talked about uh, Barbosa's. Yep. What's the next one?
0: So, what's? uh, Oh wait, what's Barbosa?
1: What's the specialty of Barbosa? Yeah.
0: So, uh, um, Barbosa's in uh, in in between fur and grape on India, and uh, we're we're kind of a modern. We call ourselves a modern Sicilian. Uh, So we take our Sicilian heritage and, and recipes, and kind of. Uh, you know, tweak them up with a little bit of a modern flair. Uh-huh. Um, all of our pastas are handmade in house. Um, you know, uh, we have a crudo bar, and, and it's more of like a lively, hip, young, trendy gotcha. place. Um, all right. So, so,
1: so, uh, when you say that, uh, your so your recipes, like you said, are strictly kind of like for the the mill- millennials. Yeah. That type of thing. Yes. The smaller, smaller portions?
2: Yeah, no, uh, I mean, like a, yeah, definitely. Gigantic portions. They're not small. <laughs> no.
0: Decent-sized portions, yeah. I think. Uh, so you'll the, be full when you leave is what you're telling that's me. That's for sure. Yeah, we have this um, giant appetizer board that comes out for, you know, four or, or more people that has, you know, it's a big wooden board. Oh. And we put, you know. Ten or twelve different appetizers on this board, oh my and gosh. Um, yeah, it's, it's
2: talk amazing. about the squash blossoms. Yeah, so
0: um, that, that's one of the appetizers that is uh, our our most popular. So a squash blossom, you know what a squash yeah, blossom yeah, yeah. is, right? Like so when you grow a squash, exactly. There'll be a blossom on the end that most people take and throw in the trash. Correct. We we use them and we stuff them with five different cheeses, throw them in some batter, tempura batter, and and fry them, yeah. drop them in the deep fryer. They're 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 amazing. They're oh, like my deep God. fried cheese. Yeah. So that's Goodness. that's one. Yeah, that's uh, one. Are you a full bar? We are a full bar. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm sure you have a lot of happy hour specials. Great, great and... specialty cocktails. Um, like I said before, we do have a nice crudo bar with a, a, a oyster crudo seed? bar. So it's uh, oy- oy- it's all raw raw things, raw fish. Oh, okay. So it would be like oysters. We have a um, like a sushi style type couple dishes of of yellowtail, of tuna. Uh, we have a seafood salad with the calamari and octopus and. Right. And we That's are in San Diego, so you
1: don't have any problem getting seafood.
0: Absolutely, yeah. no. We we get all of our seafood daily. You know, um, we get sea urchins daily from the from the local divers here in, in San Diego, and so all of our stuff that we do use is is local. Yeah,
1: well, because you've been working on this menu and this this you know getting product you know for many many years. Long time, yeah. And once you get to know your your your, your purveyors, and they know you. You know, uh, have you found any difficulty in, in getting product?
0: Yeah, um, so it's it's actually crazy. We um, one of our hottest selling uh, pastas is called the Granchio, which is a crab based pasta, uh, along with so many other things. Right in in the, in the world today, crab the the crab price has just skyrocketed. skyrocketed yeah. And unfortunately, we had to take it off the menu because it just doesn't make sense for us to be selling um, crab that costs—literally, it's costing right now about $60 a pound. Um, It never went on TV. (laughs) If
1: they hadn't gone on TV, we
0: (laughs) would have been fine. But, oh, no, they
1: had to put—and, you know, once they they did that, I thought, oh, my goodness, if you're a crab lover, you're never going to see—like American pickers. If you're into collecting— you can't collect anymore because those right. knuckleheads have got the price so high; it's ridiculous. So, and I appreciate the fact that you could very easily keep serving crab, but you're going to jack the price up to where there's only a few people that would be willing to to pay for it. And then you have to you've got that balancing act. Okay, do I buy fifty pounds of crab, and is it going to sell by the end of the night? Right. You know, or am I going to buy ten pounds of crab and make everybody mad? because they came in to get it,
0: and, and they can't get it. So yeah. it's a juggling act in your world. Yeah, and it's actually super unfortunate because, like I said, it's such a, a popular dish, and people actually are coming to the restaurant for, for this that. dish. And um, and when we either, A, serve them a lesser of a product, which we don't want to do, right, no. or B, not have it at all, it's it's kind of tough. So instead we just decided to, you know what, like, we're not going to charge a forty. We're not going to charge someone forty dollars for a pasta right. for a plate of, of pasta with crab. Uh, so, so unfortunately, we got to take it take it off the menu until things kind of potentially, hopefully, settle down. Do you think it will? I don't know. I mean, um, you see a lot of fluctuation in price in terms of food a, a lot. Um, so we're hopeful. Um, I think it's just a, a lot to do with. Just you know, shortage of a lot of things and how difficult it is to get things moving throughout the country right now. And um, it, lamb, for example, is is another product that's just skyrocketed. Really? Yes. It's it's uh, meat in general yeah. Um, yeah. has just skyrocketed. And it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate to uh, for smaller restaurants and and it's unfortunate to the consumer because uh, all these things that are being priced up in terms of food also, as well as, as wages, right? It is, is that kind of stuff. It's, it's uh, all the effect of, of the the consumer.
1: They just forgot minimum wage is a motivator for you to study, get better and move up. Yeah, It's not to make a living on, they just don't get it. And the restaurant business is by far, you and I talked off air, everybody on the planet should spend at least one year in the, that industry just to not only treat your your servers properly, but know what it takes to to cook. Like, there's a restaurant in Alpine. Now, I live in Alpine, 15,000 people. Mm -hmm. You don't open a restaurant in Alpine unless you're really, really, really good because we just won't support you. And there's one of the restaurants in town. You know, his steak used to be $18, $19, $40. I was there last night. Now, you know no one's going to buy it. Right. And that meat is probably good, is is just going to go to waste, mm-hmm. so that's really a concern. Uh, what about desserts? Yeah, so um, our,
0: our you don't look chubby, so I don't know. <laughs> you. Must you. Not, you must not have any good desserts. I got a wedding coming up in three months, that's why I'm not chubby right this second. <laughs> you but can I take care of I that afterwards, yeah. right? <laughs> I typically, am. all right. Um, so our, our third restaurant called Cafe Zucro is where we make all of our in-house um, desserts. So we make. Everything from scratch, um, from cannolis to gelato to tiramisu oh, wow. to uh, all Italian cookies. And uh, so that's the place where we receive all of our desserts from each restaurant as well as you can actually go in there and, and purchase any of those things wow. uh, seven days a week.
2: Talk about the deconstructed cannoli because yeah. that's specific to your restaurant yeah, so delicious.
1: Um, Do you eat there a lot? I have a sneaky feeling you eat there a lot. As much as I can. <laughs>
0: and you live up on the coast. <laughs>
2: yes, I still go. <laughs> um
0: so uh we one of the things we did was uh you know talking about Barbusa and how we took these modern or these old school recipes and, and kind of came up with a modern flair. Sure. Uh we did a, a cannoli, so you know what a cannoli sure. looks like, right? And, and so instead of um having a cannoli in its shell, we decided to make it almost like a cannoli dip, right? So we broke up the shells and separated the cannoli shells with the cream. And so oh. now instead of you eating a cannoli by yourself and and taking a bite and it cracking and and you know doing all that stuff uh, hard to eat yeah run um, down your arm. Yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we um uh deconstructed everything and now it's like this cannoli chip and it's dip like cannoli, if
2: Like cannoli nachos. Nachos. There
0: go, peop- you go. And will. people and it's probably something you can share. You, absolutely. Yeah. So much easier to yeah. share than than a regular cannoli. So
1: that is amazing. What, so
0: what's the hours? And, uh, uh, so so Barbus is open seven days a week, um, Monday through Friday, starting at four o'clock. Okay. Uh, we close depending on the day and time mm-hmm. um, at ten eleven ish, and then on Saturday Sunday we're open at eleven thirty a.m. till you know eleven. You close 10. any holidays? Um, like your birthday. You know my bur- my wedding in through <laughs> maybe three maybe, three months maybe for an hour for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we no we're very rarely close. Christmas Day is about the only day we. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which big firm makes close? Sense. Yeah,
1: and and I'm sure the clientele has been with you for years and years and years. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you
0: love getting new people in, but you probably know the regulars on first name basis, right? That's the most beautiful thing about our restaurants and and the restaurant industry as a whole is right. is I get to talk and shake hands and right. and chat with these people who become customers family and friends friends. yeah Yeah. exactly and so um you know luckily and over the years my family has built an amazing you know core group of of supporters and and friends and and people that come and support our restaurants and not only because the food is good and and all that stuff but you know because they have become family over time absolutely
1: you know it's like going to somebody's house for dinner there just happens to be a few other folks around that you may not know but it's still like going to somebody your house for dinner all right so what restaurant are we going to talk about next when we come back
0: oh nona's let's talk about nona's oh, let's talk about nona's
1: all right we're gonna take a quick break this is yak radio with dave stall on fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer All right, folks hey welcome back to yak radio fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer we're talking with uh Peter Bouchalaki, he's got a couple of restaurants here in town, actually in uh little Italy uh we've talked about Barbosa's, and now we're gonna to talk about uh, and we've talked about we're gonna talk about Nona have we talked about the third one
0: we talked about the cafes you grow having the the desserts known as we oh have that's right about. there you go,
1: okay, well hey, this segment is brought to you by San Diego gear and Axel if you got under carriage issues go to s d GearAxel dot com dot com can take care of all your undercarriage needs. So Nona's is also another Italian restaurant close by. Yeah, all, all you know within walking a distance, half of a block of each other. Okay, so what makes Nona's stand out over uh, the first one?
0: Yeah, so Nona's is more of a traditional type style Italian trattoria, if you will, which is just kind of a casual um, red sauce pizza okay. joint so you yeah so you haven't really
1: modified
0: this no. from grandma's recipe this is this is yeah old recipes if um, you want that's old why style. it's called nona yeah, yeah for, for the grandma for the grandma correct. right exactly
1: uh this is a full bar as well full bar as well yeah All right. so you go to nona's and it's like i said it's more your, your pastas i mean your pizzas your lasagnas correct you know your Calzones and all those types of things right correct
0: yeah yeah so it's all you know kind of just what you would find in a typical restaurant just with our old recipes that mm-hmm. what what we've been doing for 30 40 years um and then as well as my some of my grandmother's recipes so do you kind of keep the two restaurant well i know the third one is more desserts but yeah. do you
1: keep the two kind of separate as far as recipes go
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of the things that we do at Barbosa's is is a twist on the recipes that we have at Nona's, right? So So if you don't, if you're not
1: a fan of Barbosa's, which that would be totally impossible to have happen, impossible. But if you'd like to find out what was it like back in the day, correct, you could go to Nona's and find out exactly, right? Typical Nona's. I bet the portions are off the plate. Yeah,
0: it's it's amazing. That's that's isn't that a mother thing? It's keep just, eating, keep eating. You haven't eaten enough. Imanja, <laughs> Imanja, oh, yeah. exactly. But yeah, exactly. Sucrose,
2: you didn't even really talk about what's there, like gelatos there. Yeah, well, there's all these coffee. Thi- like, talk about the desserts there, because that's what I would want to hear about.
0: Yeah, so we, like I said, we made all of our desserts in house, mm-hmm. gelato in house, eight different types of flavors, and lava um,
2: cake. That l- chocolate lava
0: cake. You like the lemon cheesecake that we make. They have
2: fruit tarts. Yeah, lots and of- what are all those? The donuts that you have, I know they have Italian names. The ones, the, the round.
0: With the bowl uh, in the middle. Car, yeah. so, so, um, There's like
2: four kinds.
0: Car, so the, we car- make like the uh, Italian tuchos. donuts, cartochos with, with ricotta cheese and chocolate chips. So it's like a Ooh. different variation of, of a cannoli in, in a fried or baked version. Oh. Of them. It's not like a
2: regular dessert. Right. You it's, go and you get coffee that's just right. all that.
0: Right. This is all, you know, all things that you would find in, in Sicily where my where my family's from. Gotcha. So it's all so, recipes from so there. So by having two restaurants and a dessert
1: factory, yeah. you could pretty much, if you really want to know what it's like to eat real Italian, you've got pretty much everybody covered.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And and then the fact that, again, same hours, probably seven days Correct. a week,
0: closed on Christmas, but everybody else. Do you do? Uh, do you do catering? Or? Yeah, I, I, you know we don't have a specific wing for catering, but we definitely have if the some, yeah, like, capabilities to. Yeah, or if to somebody do said, "Hey,
1: can you do you know, trays f- of pasta for twenty or thirty people?" Absolutely, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, problem. yeah that's no problem, no problem. Do
0: you have a website? Yeah, so uh, Barbusa.com dot uh, com, or S D dot com, and cafesagrow. dot com, okay. and, and then everything's on <laughs> on Instagram and right. all those social media outlets. Exactly.
1: Well, and and like I said, and and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you get a lot of old school Italians coming in eating, especially at Nona's.
0: Oh yeah, and and I don't know uh, what's so great about Little Italy is that we have this still this old culture of all these men and women who have immigrated, uh, you know, who did immigrate to the United States uh, that that kind of grew up in this neighborhood because you know the 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 church, the Italian church is still in little Italy, i don't know if you've seen it our lady oh, yeah. of the rosary and so that's where all the you know people go to to, to church and sure. um so the culture is still there but um little by little it's still kind of hanging on which is so great and charming about this neighborhood is it's become this amazing you know very popular neighborhood in san diego but has still remained to, to kind of keep a little bit of the culture and mm-hmm. keep a little bit of the old guys outside on, on the street, speaking Italian, playing sure. cards every morning. Yeah, and, what's
2: the card game they play? They're always at the tables in front of uh, Zucchero.
0: Yeah, yeah. So every morning, um, my dad being one of those guys, will will come and drink their coffee at, at, at Zucchero and, and play a game called Briscola outside on on the um you know, tables outside in Little Italy, and yell at yelling, each other, yeah, and yelling Italian. and screaming, and so it's it's um it's great to see because that's how I remember Little Italy, sure. Um, but now it's become just a, a a monster of its of its own of itself, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: it's yeah, it's grown larger than what it is, Absolutely. but and you're starting to see more younger generations gravitate towards Little Italy, yeah, I, for the experience, I, or are these are these maybe people with Italian heritage? That maybe don't know what it was like for their families and they're coming there to get a little taste of, of, of their heritage
0: I think maybe a little bit of both but mostly it's it's just the the you know premier neighborhood in San Diego at, mm-hmm. at this time I think uh, gas lamp has lost uh, lost a little bit of his luster yeah. Um unfortunately and and i think it people have just gravitated towards the charm the 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 vibrance of of little italy they have
2: the new piazza there yeah
0: they built a piazza With little Italy fountain. association just does a an amazing job yeah. of keeping um you know little italy and india street just well maintained it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and yeah. they've done a really great job of that right wasn't
2: your family instrumental in getting the sign or yeah i know there's a plaque yeah well there's also a big is not
0: there a big sign that goes across? there is a little bit big sign and like i said previously it's like we were there in 1993 so there wasn't a little italy sign or it wasn't even deemed Little Italy no. at that point right and so in 2001 um my dad uh was was one of the first people to kind of start this little italy association and uh with the little italy association came the idea of constructing this big little italy sign Mm -hmm. and um you know it's just kind of taken a a course of its own it's just incredible i could hear the city now who's
1: gonna pay for it (laughs) did you
2: see the little italy anything social media when italy won the euro 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 cup The restaurant well, was. That had to
0: be. insane. It was insane. insane. He show you sent us videos. videos. After. It was. It was insane. unbelievable. So cool and and actually in 2006 when Italy won the World Cup it was uh, even more amazing. They put this big jumbotron in front of the Little Italy sign and there was tens of thousands of people in the street watching the game. Fortunately. Italy won that game and and, yeah, thank God. (laughs) And, uh, that, that was just like a 24 hour party in literally, it was was amazing. Yeah.
1: Have you ever been to, uh, Temecula to a winery called Dofo winery?
0: I don't know if I've been put to that specific on, one. Put it
1: on your list. Okay. Are you into motorcycles at all? I'm not. No. He has 125 wow. vintage motorcycles, all Italian. Wow. And when they have the Moto GP, uh-huh. they have Moto GP parties. Wow. And, you know, they bring up anybody that's into motorcycles. Yeah, but it's just an amazing and it's another family heavy into the Italian heritage, you know, heavy into family. All the the kids work there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's really cool. So, so what, uh, what at uh, known is what, what's one of the items that is just super, super popular?
0: Yeah. So we do this pasta called the, uh, Palermitana, which is a recipe from Palermo, hence, hence the name. Um, and, uh, that's a recipe that's started back in, you know, in Palermo in Sicily mm-hmm. kind of passed down from, from my grandmother, you know, from her, her family members sure. And it's uh, just a kind of a simple sausage pasta rigatoni with olives and capers and and just kind of your quintessential red sauce Sicilian pasta. And the crunchy French bread. Yeah, we have. Oh, the best
2: (laughs) garlic bread in the world.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. Yeah.
2: So have you
1: ever had any Italian, you know, celebrities
0: come in, you know, that you can think off the top of your head? Yeah, plenty. I mean, so um, obviously... uh, most famous Italian celebrity is Tommy Lasorda, who is oh, uh, really? was was not only just a, a a customer, but turned into like family for us. He really? uh, him and my dad became best friends. It's actually cool side note story. In nineteen, I want to say like nineteen eighty nine, something around there. Tommy was uh, managing the Dodgers uh-huh. at the time, and he goes on Johnny Carson, and my dad's this twenty whatever twenty four year old, twenty five year old, you know, up and coming. Business restaurateur and and Tommy had met my dad from you know Tommy's time in San Diego when he was playing against the Padres. Sure, and uh, Tommy goes on on Johnny Carson late night one night, and Johnny Carson says, "Hey, yeah, I know you like to eat. what's your What's your favorite restaurant in in Uh... the United States?" and and Tommy said. I love this place in in San Diego called Busalakis, and it's the best uh, Italian restaurant oh. in San Diego. Yeah, so uh, Tommy was a, just a huge integral part of of really kind of helping us out and and putting us on the map. And my my dad, when when Tommy passed away, my dad was at the funeral, et etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, mm-hmm. and and he was he was like a, a quintessential kind of part to to my dad's success wow. for sure. It's
1: kind of like being on. You know, diners, diners, driving yeah, and dives. Really, before but before diners driving, before the, drivers, right. diners, ins and dives. Well, you know, I. It, it sounds to me like this has had to be and still is such a rewarding business. Yes, it's difficult. We're having problem getting employees. You know, we're having problem with pricing, and you know, you guys are family oriented. You want to give the consumer, you know, the best product for the price. You're having a problem with price, you know. I mean, let's face it. You know, like we talked about lamb and and all the different products that are out there. That, you know, and and we don't know if this this pricing is going to calm down. I, I've never seen much come down after it goes up. Mm-hmm. I mean, gasoline's a prime example. Uh, but but I think your saving grace is your your customer base. Yeah, that's what keeps you guys alive and well. Is knowing that you're always going to have that customers come in. And I think being in a location like little Italy that is so unique within itself, I mean, it really gives back to the community in more ways, you know, than one. And it probably puts a smile on your face every day you go to work.
0: Yeah. It, it, the business in general, as you say, the restaurant business in general is such a rewarding, Mm -hmm. rewarding business because, you know, I get to watch people in in an amazing element where all they want to do is enjoy themselves right. and, and eat good food yeah. and uh, share it with the people that they're with. And so I get to be the kind of facilitator of all that. And right. it's, 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 amazing to, to watch and it's amazing to um, build relationships with all these people. Sure. Um, and that's the most rewarding part of it. What my, about your chef job? I mean, those have got, I mean, cause they're the backbone
1: of the business sure. really when you come right down to it. A lot of long-term people been with you a long
0: time. I I, I mean, I we talk about everyone from from waiters to chefs to busboys who uh. have been with us for thirty. There there is right. probably so we let's say we have a hundred and forty employees in total of of three restaurants. I would say there's probably fifteen to twenty employees who have been there longer than twenty five years.
1: No kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break, and when we come back. Folks, let's talk about what it would be like to work in the restaurant business, especially uh, Nona's and uh, Barbosa and Cafe Zucro. Yeah, so we'll talk about that when we come back. Right here on Yak Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio, right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by... John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair, NAP Auto Care, ASE certified. Nobody does it better. All right. Hey, we got Peter Buchalaki in the house. He runs three restaurants in the gas lamp corner. I'll let you name them off. Barbosa's, Nona, Nona, and Cafe Zucro. And the Cafe Zucro's, if you have a sweet tooth that can't be cured, go there. It will be according to Judy Wells.
2: (laughs) Because and I'm the expert on sweet teeth.
1: You are the expert on everything you love <laughs> to eat. So, you know, a lot of people with with people are not working right now. They're sitting at home, and a lot of them have opportunities to come back into the workforce. Tell them why working for year 3 restaurants
0: would be such a good idea. Yeah, I think that you can if you've never done this business before, I think it's your opportunity to kind of get in at potentially a ground Floor level and and you know start to learn a very rewarding and 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 at times lucrative business right and uh you know and not only that working for us is is family is amazing and you really have built we have built this an amazing little small little family of 120 people mm-hmm. um just last night as we're talking about this there's a a kid who started uh, with us when he was 16 years old. He started as a dishwasher. Then he went to the line, cooked on the line, and most recently over the last three, four years is uh, was a busboy. And uh, he's been working for us for 17 years, and he is moving his family to uh, Dallas. Um, and so he unfortunately has to quit. But last night it was like, a a family member was moving and people were crying and people were hugging and and wishing this guy good luck. We, we put a a big pot of money together and gave him money and, and it, 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 you know, it's just this, this cool, He's gonna go open up an Italian restaurant. No, no, <laughs> he is uh, gonna go do some construction work. Actually, ah, uh, he'll get back in the kitchen. I'm sure he will. You can't leave the kitchen I'm once sh- you've been in the kitchen. I'm sure he will.
1: I understand you have one chef that's uh, an award winning chef.
0: Yeah. So uh, my cousin Nino, who's the executive chef, kind of oversees all three of the uh, the kitchens for for all of our restaurants as well as my dad. But Nino in 2017 won um, best San Diego best chef. Um, and so he he does an excellent job at recreating those recipes that have been passed down from my grandmother to my dad to from my dad to him and um, yeah he's he's and you know it's funny because I like I mentioned I cook off air but it's funny how you put
1: ingredients together you cook it and you present it mm-hmm. but that is not the key there's something else. Nino must have it that he's able to put those products together to the point where he gets chef of the of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I had a friend of mine that plays guitar. I've said this story many a time. And, you know, he plays it almost well. then a buddy of ours came over and started playing it. And I looked at my buddy and I said, is that really your guitar? Because the difference between the two were <laughs> night and day. I thought he had a different guitar. So, and, and when you work in the restaurant business, it, 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 it teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. It teaches you, like, working with people, working as a team, Uh, you you succeed as a team and you have ups and downs as a team. And it's, and it's a team mentality. Sounds
0: to me like when you bring somebody on board. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I talk about this teamwork all the time at the Mm -hmm. restaurant because without the hostess, um, it, you know things don't flow without the bus boys. Things don't flow. So everyone's got to be kind of on that same mm-hmm. same. It's like a train, and, and there's a conductor, and, and all right. the way down. And, Any and, one of and them, could, anyone, could ruin the train or ruin the kitchen. Yeah, hundred percent. I know. I when I, I was in the car business, and
1: I I would tell people, I said, you know the the most important person at the dealership. Who do you think it is? Oh, the general manager or the right. sales? No, no, no. It's a receptionist. Absolutely. Because if that receptionist doesn't take good care of that customer, you'll never see that customer mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And it's really all about people. I mean, and, and you have to fit. I tell I've never fired anybody, but I've helped them be successful someplace else. Right. Because if you don't fit the mold, you don't fit the mold. It's just that simple. And your training—I'm sure your people are constantly in training.
0: Yeah. Because you have to absolutely. Yeah. And I think the nice thing is, is that both. You know, my my brother, myself and, and uh, other family members are a- always kind of around. And so they kind of see this um, authority figure, if you will, but but team leader is probably a better word um, that kind of, you know, understands people and, mm-hmm. and and shows them how people, you know, should be treated when they walk into our house because right. it's, it's all of our houses and I always say that I said this is all of our houses if, right. if someone comes in here and and does something that you don't want them to do inside your house then guess what guess what they shouldn't be in the house exactly and uh so yeah
1: do you recommend uh reservations
0: Definitely, definitely need, need reservations seven days a week. Yeah. You can check out reservations on OpenTable.com or on our website. Oh, okay. Um, and, and that's where we do all of our reservations is all through Open Table. So uh, we, we book, knock on wood, thank God, we book about a, a week to 10 days in
2: advance. So,
0: no kidding. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Are you hiring right now?
0: We are always hiring. Oh, no, he's not hiring. He doesn't need anybody. <laughs> I
2: don't know if they did or not.
1: We'll get you a job.
2: Good. We, we I need a job.
1: No, you eat too much.
2: We can't <laughs> have you, you in all the restaurant. The profit. Yeah.
1: Well, and and you're right because and what hiring's all about is that people move on, just like the the gentleman that you you know c- celebrated last night. Right. I mean, that's what life is. I mean, we are in a transient city. That's what San Diego is. So the best way to do it is. Go to on the online,
0: yes. Or come in, come in and That's see us. Even better, yeah, bring even, your resume. Come and see me. Ask for me. Ask for PJ. Ask for Joey. Yeah. Ask for Vince, and and one of us should be there and and to take your resume and okay. chat. Got, and, wait a
1: minute. we got Vince. Uh, we so got much. Nino.
0: So so Peter. Yeah. What's too.
1: up with that? How come you don't have uh, Petro uh,
0: uh, It P- should be. So here is the thing. <laughs> um, my grandfather was Pietro. Ah, see. Each one of their each one of his sons named one of their sons pietro Uh uh-huh that's why they call me pj because i have four five Uh other cousins that are named peter busolaki so there you go i just became pj
1: and by the way folks if you're going to go in and apply do not go in with flip-flops shorts (laughs) and a tank top please (laughs) present yourself as the way you want to be uh respected you know go in clean cut you know, go in with a, with a great positive attitude because that's what you're looking for. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're grumpy or you're not a happy camper, you know, don't bother. You know, there's no room for you because it's part of the family. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, and then once you do that, and and in, in some cases, experience is not necessary. No. and not Except maybe if you
0: were a chef. Yeah. If
1: you were a chef, you would bring them in, have them cook a couple of meals. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right? It, I think other than, like you say, the chef uh, aspect of the game and maybe bartenders yeah, and yeah, servers, yeah. but but still it doesn't mean that you can start somewhere and, and get to where potentially you want to be, whether that's a, a chef or a bartender yeah. or a server. But just getting your foot into the door right. is, is Well, is and great. then you can grow. Absolutely. And and by the way, kids, you grow by performance. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if you come in and you're, you're there every day, you are you don't call in sick. You know, you've got a great attitude and you show management that you want to say when you go in and you're going to say, well, OK, I know you want to be a chef, but you don't have any cooking experience. So we're going to have to start you at the bottom and work your way up, Right, which makes a better chef, don't you think? Absolutely. Because you and I talked about off air. Everybody needs to work in this industry for at least a year. Then the appreciation of working in this industry for a year
0: will make for a better industry. Absolutely. Actually. understanding people understanding the business understanding hard work understanding oh. long hours um it's, it's you'll it's, sleep better at night that's
1: for sure so what's the motif of the three restaurants i mean how hard was that to, to i mean i'm sure all three of them are different
0: yeah uh so so bar so like i said is more kind of geared towards the millennial younger generation if you will the music's a little bit uh you know Yeah, bands
2: loud no. loud is the word the music, music
0: is loud. What kind of music? Uh, j- ranges from anywhere from... Jazz? Mm, uh, no. More <laughs> like... <laughs> hip so, some, some Top 40 stuff, some uh, Tropical House stuff, oh, some... Okay. so different It's like t- a
2: club vibe, uh, vibe on the weekends.
0: It does get uh, club very in? busy at the bar. Uh, uh, we're, put it this way, we're like a... Destination? sixty. No, we're like a 60-40 food to drink split. Really? Yeah, so that kind of tells you kind of some sort of— And what about Nona's? And Nona's is much more family-oriented. You can back. go in there with uh, flip-flops and shorts yeah, for dinner. a lot and of artifacts on the wall. in yeah, Italy. Tons Nona's of, pictures. None, yeah, none, tons of pictures of my grandmother, That's tons of pictures cool. of everyone's grandmother. Um, so much cool. more casual and, and probably suitable for the entire family. Yeah.
1: Well, I tell you what, Peter. You've made me hungry. Thank you very much.
0: Should have brought you some food. I, I, I know.
1: My, but hey, <laughs> I brought
0: her eggs. Do you think she would bring me anything? No, she doesn't bring me nothing. Canoli, canoli yeah, for I eggs. I know. I want easy the
1: deconstructed. Swap. I want the deconstructed one. So you are seven days a week. Seven days a week. Four to whatever. Yep. Reservations highly recommended. Yep. Uh, you can take up to as many as typically
0: ten. About yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And happy hours got to be off the charts. Yep and with the bars you don't need to make a reservation you just yeah you walk get your in, butt first there early. yeah get get there
0: early how about and, parking in, in uh, uh so uh, we have a valet company that does valet for oh. for us and nona's um Perfect. but um it's tough in general yeah. it fills up quick
1: or just find a parking place and or get Uber. a little exercise walk to the restaurants eat and then roll back to your there car. you go <laughs> even right. better what's the website
0: uh, barbusa.com, www.barbusa.com, www.nonasd.com, and www.cafezucro.com. All right.
1: Well, I hope you get tons and tons of business. I will definitely come down and visit. Thank you and so I'll much. i one, two, and three. Should I leave the last, the dessert for last?
2: I don't know. I think you should hit Zucrow first.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Only if I bring you. Yep. All right, folks. That's it. Yak Radio Day Stall, FM 961, AM 1170, the answer.
2: Everybody, everybody. Ah!